do 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 and we're recording what's up all everybody what's up everybody welcome back to all talk no thought with your boy vj back again yes i missed last week but it's cuz I look like shit. Lip got busted doing some dumb shit. And, well, didn't feel like wearing a SARS mask. Didn't feel like wearing a particulate mask. While recording, even though I was debating it, I didn't. But, here I am recording again. Hair longer. Should I get it cut? Yes. Is it overdue for getting cut? Yes. Beard? Yes. Needs to get cut too. Why have I not? Because I'm probably going to Vegas next weekend. Am I going for sure? Don't know. But am I probably going to go? Yes. Why? Cheap, cheap vacation. And I probably won't take a real another vacation the whole year. Except I might to see some friends. Because I need to. That's what friends do. And I haven't done that a lot. I'm a piece of shit. It's a common theme that comes back, guys, you know, just fucking up. <clears throat> but it's okay. Why? Cuz. You know why. Right. That's why. Piece of shit. It's probably why you tune in. Be like, what's this here you gonna say? And how we could cancel him this week. Oof. Man, I looked at all the little notes that I had for the podcast. Wow. They trash. You trash as shit, man. You trash as fuck. But we'll just start with what I was doing yesterday. So yesterday, I went to, um, where did I go? I went to this spot, this little bar down here, um, pretty close, uh, called The Tavern. And I guess they have an open mic. I didn't know. So people were doing comedy when, when I was there. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I really just went because I was hungry. And they have a deal for two burgers for one, for the price of one. And it's a pretty good, pretty good deal. Bomb-ass burgers, run away, f- you know, with two burgers like that normally cost like $12 for like six bucks each. It's a good deal. Why am I going into what I eat? I don't know. Do I go there all the time? I'm acting like I take advantage of this deal all the time. No, I don't. But, hey, it's a, it's a fucking story, you know? And it's not even a good story. But, I was there, and me and my homie are eating, sipping a little, and then, you know, these comedians are on, boy, like, I, I mean, I guess you gotta get in as many repetitions as possible, but what are you even doing comedy for in front of people who don't even want to listen to comedy like but i guess on that side of the bar it's like sort of like on the opposite side maybe they listen did it seem like they were listening no how many people were on that side three how many of those three people look like they were listening zero did i did i sort of like look up to the dudes who were doing the comedy because not only were they doing it but uh um, look up is not the word. Like maybe um, appreciated, you know something. I don't know. And um, 
Um, did I like the fact that they were acting as if there was like a bunch of people there? Yes, I did like it. But there's so few people that when the second guy that I saw there showed up, he so few people were watching him. He could see me sort of looking from the other side because there's like a small like little like slit that was clear where I was like looking and me and him were like occasionally no homo lock eyes. I'm like, oh, this is so stupid. But anyway, I'm we're fucking around. Cracking our own jokes and shit. Because, you know, that's what I do when I hang out and um, and just anywhere. And we're just laughing, having a good old time. And this guy's like, oh, like I burst out laughing at this one point. And I guess it's probably timed right with one of his punchlines. And he pointed over at me with in front of this. This the crowd was growing. I'll give it to him. You know, it was three people not paying attention, and now it's six people with one person paying attention. So I, I dig it. You know, it was growing. It doubled a hundred. It doubled in size. It grew by a hundred percent. Congratulations, guy. Is it because of the burger deal? I don't know. I don't control the restaurant. Do I think it's because of the burger deal? Prob. Prob. But anyway, this guy. He um, <clears throat> does it, and then he points to me when I just bust out laughing like we're probably making some dumb dick joke or some shit. And I go, ah, because that's how I laugh at bars on Mondays. I'm just like, oh, yeah, And this guy looks over, points at me, he's like, look, this guy gets it, like in front of the crowd. And like I said, I appreciated what they were doing. But I was just like, nah, man. Because I didn't want him to take... I appreciate what he was doing. I admired him for it, in a sense. But you ain't taking... You are not going home, bro. With the pseudo-knowledge you made me laugh. You didn't. I couldn't hear you. And it's a terrible place to do this shit. Even though I might find myself doing some shit at the same place. Because you just got to work these crowds. Hey, working tired crowds that came for comedy is one thing. Working some crowds that came for burgers is a waste. All you're doing is just trying to bust your confidence down. And hey, I understand bombing. But the crowd has to be potentially receptive. I've done enough, I've done enough live performances with on the piano to know... The crowd, it has to be there for that. Otherwise, no one gives a shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, Of course, I'm talking like I'm a fucking... I know anything, but... (sighs) For some reason, it irked me that this guy was, like, trying to get the crowd up by my laugh. Because I was busting out laughing about something we were saying. And I'm like, listen, you're a comedian... So, you gotta earn what you gotta earn, just like we all gotta earn what we gotta earn. Just like I gotta earn what I gotta earn with this podcast, and that's what I'm recording, you know what I'm saying? You gotta keep fucking doing the thing. Gotta keep getting these reps, and this fucking... I just like, yo, I'm not... Like, me and him sort of had a small back and forth. I became like an accidental heckler when I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I just went, no, 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 no. And he's like, what? I was like, nah, I wasn't laughing at you. It was something... 
We said that was awesome. <laughs> and my homie started laughing, and this dude that came in while that guy was performing that I knew across the bar started laughing. And I was like, look, I'm getting laughs, man. <laughs> like a dick, but of course I know these guys, so... And he kept performing, but then I felt sort of bad, you know. So when he was done, I called him over. This guy was all, like, dressed, dressed. I mean, for a Monday comedic performance, dressed to the nines. Like, if you look at how um, any normal person comedian. I mean, sure, there's some comedians that really dress up. But if you take, what's this fucking face? Anyway, he was wearing, like, a red fucking jacket, like, blazer, fucking, like, probably a black turtleneck, <laughs> and, like, some khaki pants or some shit, and he had this, like, crazy, like, almost Brendan Schaub hair, but not short enough on the side, so, like, it looked like, looked like he was, like, in a, a Disney Channel character, you know, from the night, from, like, 98, like, the 98, 2002, like, talent pool. And I waved him over. I was like, yo, yo. And I was like, yo, hey, I didn't mean to be a heckler. I just... And... <laughs> I have no idea how I started the conversation. Because I was like, hmm. I didn't mean to be a heckler. But I like what you're doing. You keep doing your thing. But what's the point of performing in front of a crowd that's not here for comedy really like I understand whatever but if they're not here for that like you're not gonna get real feedback like if they're not paying attention to you or you're bombing that doesn't really mean you suck or anything you just you know and <coughs> you know he he um he not told me he'd been doing comedy for like five years so hopefully that means you've been going on stage for five years. And that's pretty impressive because you seem pretty young. And I'm like, okay, kudos to that. You're doing your damn thing. I'm like, yeah, you know. And this is like probably what everybody says to every comedian. I'm like, yo, you know, I'm, pro I'm looking to get into comedy too. But I don't have a license, so I can't make it to these these uh, open mics. But I didn't even know this was even happened because it's right by my house. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'll get you a list of... Uh, open mics that's what I thought was dope but our phones wouldn't connect in the shit so I, I he followed me on Instagram I followed him back so hopefully I can get that list and say what's up to the guy but cause that's cool you know that's like I like the fact he's doing something I guess he works on like some show some free show at stand up uh, live in Phoenix and I'm for sure gotta go check it out see what's up with it get in get in the scene see you know see what's cracking um because you know it'll be a year till i get my my license and can get, start making regular appearance open mics and eating you know fucking balls of shit but i need to build some material before then but i'm gonna get out there but this you know the podcast i can keep doing and this is something that I think all comedians should probably do big or small. And I'm I'm not a comedian yet. I don't think you could consider well. Com comedy's different now, but to be a stand up, like you got to get up in the front. And I think stand up is, if you have the skill for it, it's really where it's at because 
in a lot of ways to to me the way that that whole game sort of looks is it's like 80s 90s rap <coughs> like there might be 100 200 maybe 500 real players in the world maybe 100 200 like really good ones in the US but not everyone knows all of them they all have their own little audience and you can get sort of big pretty quick so not not quick but if you put in the work and you have the talent you can get big because most fee- people are afraid to move into that space recording like rapping sort of got butch not really butcher but <clears throat> it just became so much easier to become a rapper because you could just record from someone's house hold on <laughs> Sorry, guys. God damn it. I was trying not to cough, and then I coughed into the mic a little bit. Fuck. But, um... But, um... So people could just, like, rap, and they don't have to, like, build, like, any talents. Obviously, some of the talented guys come out and shit, and some of the talented ones don't. Because there's just so much shit out there. And that's one reason, you know, I used to be interested in the rap, but there's no way I'd ever get into the fucking rap game. You know what I'm saying? Like, before I got locked up, I, like, recorded some songs just because I wanted to release some energy. But, you know, I don't do what other people do. It's not even just because of that. If it was really, like, in my wheelhouse and I had to do that, I don't give a fuck if everyone's doing it. But, like, I'm an entrepreneur and everyone thinks, you know, being an entrepreneur is hot, but they're not real entrepreneurs. In a similar sense, like, most of these fools aren't, like, technically skilled rappers but if you have someone behind you that could produce the right beats or you grab something musically or you got something that catches a little hot and it goes from out of nowhere you could just sort of make it well stand-up is different because you got to perform from the get-go while you suck and you have no name and no one's coming to you and most people it's, it's an emotional grind just like music used to be especially rap used to be in the 80s and 90s like you had to grind 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 um, to make any sort of name and obviously some people came up but it was like it was tough to get in because you had to play with the the record labels and just getting you know in front of them was difficult it's just it's a very similar I feel and I'm not a master of either domain but just being a huge fan of both and watching it for a while I see some <clears throat> you know like shit that, uh, that ties them both together so um, you know, I have to get into it just even on the side. Obviously, it's going to have to be on the side because I have to make a living while that happens. But, you know, hopefully I can get better. Um, I know that in conversation, I'm probably best, which is funny because I do a solo podcast. But I've left like some of the old podcast episodes up before the Psycho P show and shit. You guys could check it before I start taking them down as I record more up because I don't know. They'll probably leave them on YouTube just because they still help me in some way. But there, there's a fuckboy out there that it just, you know, he burned me and I let him be a decent part of the show. So totally fuck you, you bitch ass nigga. Fucking that shit up. Passion Project and put you on it, you idiot. Had to burn me when I was locked up and acting less like my fault. Whatever. Fuck you. And that's what it is. You'll probably get that message sometime, but who cares? <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Who cares? I want to bigger, better things. Just grinding, hustling, working, popping, dopping. You see, that 90s hip-hop comes right through me, man. I, that, I just was a Missy Elliott extra right there. I was trying to bring that Missy Elliott 
Timbaland Magoo energy back. And by the way, what the fuck happened to Magoo? Like, actually, what the fuck happened to Magoo's voice that made it like that? And then what the fuck happened to Magoo? Shit is crazy. I have not heard from that dude in ever. And Timbaland, you know, you see him randomly, like, masterclass and making beats and just some random shit or whatever the fuck he's doing. But Magoo, nah. I think Timbaland ate Magoo. That's what I think happened. Probably ate him and fucking... Used used his fucking dookie chunks to fucking light the fucking... (laughs) What am I talking about? (laughs) I was going to say some shit, but it doesn't make sense unless you fucking South Indian Hindu, so I won't even say it. Man, I ran into this, uh... Hold on. This is the only thing that... This is the only note that I have. Actually, there's a couple that are right. If Antonio Brown can do what he's doing with his hair and his mustache especially and just walk around out there like everything's Gucci, like nothing's different with him than when he looked like a normal person, then any man should be able to go bald humbly. You fucks. You know what I'm saying? Like... Holy shit. Like, if it's going, like... We shouldn't give a fuck what anyone thinks. Like, I'm gonna tell you something. This shit... People... (laughs) People don't understand how little people actually pay attention. But, luckily, I've done a lot... Thousands of social experiments. Just weird shit. Just to see as deeply into people as I could. And here's one thing that I found was interesting. So... In college, man, I'm probably like 19, 20, maybe 21. And my, um, this part of my glasses, this part, um, for those of you not watching the video, it's like, uh, the part that goes from the front lenses to the ear, that whole leg, I think it's called the leg, on, um, one of my glasses was missing the whole left leg it got like broken off playing basketball or some shit actually it was the right leg so I'd be out going to school mean people to blow blunts running around in the street doing whatever the fuck I was doing messing with chicks the most beautiful chicks in my whole life really my game was on fire then cause I was still just killing it in college. Hadn't gone through my surgery where I gained most of this weight that I'm trying to lose now. So I was slim fit just doing doing the damn thing. Right? <clears throat> and, um... Once again, guys, can't use my iPhone. It's on... Do not disturb, but fuck, you know? But... So I'm missing this leg on my glasses, Right? And I'm going to classes and doing all this shit. And I went around for like a year and a half before I went and got glasses. Because I was just like, just smoking so much weed and just not taking care of like the little shit. And just like, was sort of like disowned from my pop. So I didn't really have like a certain, um, certain uh, support structure to talk to. So I'm just handling everything myself. And I'm just moving 
you know, because especially at that time, like now I order my glass online, but at that time you'd have to go to a doctor, do the do, get your prescription, but order it, and this shit used to be mad expensive. <clears throat> now, you know, if I need new glasses, it's a 50-buck order to get, like, really nice ones online. I'm out. I'm Gucci. Zenny Optical. You could thank me for the promo later, motherfuckers. But... The craziest thing is that whole, like, year and a half, maybe two years almost, I ran around with those shitty glasses... Just somehow, like, just leaning my head, like, a little bit a little bit this way to keep them on them. Like, using the angle, the 90-degree angle and gravity to just somehow keep on my face. Nobody fucking noticed. Three people literally noticed. And one of them was the same... Two of them were the same person. They just noticed twice. And I'm telling you, I'm messing with tens. I'm messing with nines, like some chicks that I regret messing up with, like so much shit, but it had nothing to do with the glasses, okay? And now when I was young, I was super self-conscious. All the kids used to, um, we, I grew up in Kansas, I was born in Kansas, grew up in Kansas, we were outsiders there, we were in a small um, city called Manhattan, there was like one black dude at school, like we were the only Indians really, like no one knew how to act towards each other. Everyone was racist to each other. I mean, it was Kansas in the fucking 80s. Like, they're racist. But, um, damn, for a second I thought this shit wasn't recording. I was about to get so sad. I was about to get so fucking sad. Why is this shit low? Anyway. Oh, fuck. I'll figure it out. At the very worst, I'll pull this... Oh, whatever, I'll figure this shit out. This is... Sort of shitty. But it'll work. Um, <clears throat> and so... You know, people would pick on us. Me and my sister. And then we went to India. We are sort of outside It's there. But, I mean, we were sort of like gods there. So it was a little different. Better, obviously. We came to Phoenix... Outsiders again. I mean, we we come to Phoenix in '97. We don't know a single bad word. All the kids in school knew bad words. We're trying to figure that out. We don't talk like them. Our style is different. Like Kansas in the '80s, early '90s was like the '70s slash '80s. You can get away with some shit. A small town there. In '97 in Phoenix, like nah, that's a modern, bustling city. Like. You gotta be in 90s culture, and we were not. We were in, like, immigrant 80s, like, <laughs> like Indian 50s culture. It was all mixed up. It was all fucked up. Lived in a third world country. It was, it was fucked up. So I used to be super, super self-conscious, especially during those growing years, which a lot of us are anyway. But I just had the extra reasons, too. And it wasn't until, like, ninth grade that I was just like, yeah, fuck all that. I don't give a fuck. And learn to, like, get over that and learn the power of not being so self-conscious. But even then, you're doing a bunch of things. Like, every time you go out, you make sure you look nice. You get your hair cut regularly every 30 days, maybe every two weeks on the dot. If your homie can cut them, you're getting that shit every weekend. Like, you just move in so regularly, doing these things. Um, 
I mean, shit, I even used to get my eyebrows waxed a long time ago, you know what I'm saying? Because my friends used to. So it's just like, you just keep doing this shit. And then... And then if you live my life, you lose a part of your glasses when you can't really... Like, at first I would tape them, and then after a while the tape wouldn't just stay, so I'd just get rid of them. Because I realized no one was saying something about the tape. And then if you, like I said, if you live my life, all of a sudden you just realize no one gives a fuck. It is paying attention to your shit like they're paying attention to their own shit. It's so rare. I feel like now people notice some shit more because they're like checking out everyone's styles and shit. But even then, you know, sometimes I'll wear the same jacket (laughs) twice. (laughs) Like when I see someone realize I wore it twice. And I'll see them the next day, and the, the homie will be like, damn, where'd you get that jacket? I'm like, yo, uh, I was just wearing this yesterday. They're like, for real? Nah, you was wearing something else. Like, this is uh, something else. Like, you was wearing, like, a North Face or something. <laughs> I'm like, no. I don't even I don't even have one right now. And they'll be like, what the? F- what the? Because it's just, like, think about, like, how much you remember your own outfits, and then... Think about if you could remember any outfit that your fucking homie wore. You might remember a, a piece of an outfit. Like, damn, them shoes were hot. That belt was dope. This is that. But you really remember which black jeans he wore? Do you really remember if he was wearing fucking Hollister, American Eagle? And I don't even know if those brands even exist anymore. So it's just like, everything's just in your head. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't take care of yourself. Or you shouldn't walk around with fucking, uh, um, with your fucking, um, what am I even saying? I'm just afraid that this whole audio is not being fucking recorded. I mean, I can see that it is recorded, but fuck. I have to turn that shit up, man. Man, why that shit so low, man? Why they got... Why the, why the recording so low, man? I sound like Forrest Gump mixed with fucking, um... What's that? Terrence Howard. Oh, man. I should just do the rest of the show like this. KJ's the size of my fucking head. Pause. This is sort of relaxing, though. The audio's probably gotta be even... Even better. Better. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh, excuse me, guys. God, I can just go to sleep. How long have I talked? 20 fucking 7 minutes, man. Of just nonsense. This shit's probably not even been. I ain't even good. Gotta get it out. Gotta get this podcast out, though. Gotta get it out. Sounds like a dude really trying to nut. Gotta get it. Dude, sometimes I hate that when you just have to bust a nut. And your whole body's like, no, probably shouldn't. We got a lot of things to do. It's a Monday and, uh, you know, you woke up a little late, and if you bust a nut, maybe you'll be tired, and it'll take you a little little second to get get your edge back. And then your dick's like, 
What, dude? I got a bust. We ain't fucking going nowhere until I do what I gotta do. And your body's like, bro, no. You can wait. Have patience. We do that all the time. And it's like, I don't care when we did it, how much we've done it. I just know I gotta go now. And your body's like, bro, you fucking didn't do shit this weekend. Like, your your fucking life to say you're an entrepreneur, right? What the f- what, what the fuck are you doing? Get on with your life. I want to text girls. Someone's gotta come over. If not, you're beating yourself. You're beating me. <laughs> And laughs, knowing that it has you trapped. And you're like, what? We got the base closed at five. Yeah, we got things to do. Like, Don't care. Do it later. I go bust. Just like a fucking mentally disabled 13 year old fucking dicks run dudes' lives, and it sucks. But it's awesome too. Because that point of. Busting. It's the shit, man. That. <laughs> that. Buzz point. It's the only point to be in. It's so funny. The. The. There's the the time right before the point of busting, <laughs> and the time right after the point of busting, are so much worse than the actual bust point process. You know, man, I am a fucking professor, dude. I'm just out here dropping clams of knowledge all over you, fucking idiots. What is happening in this stupid show, dude? You know what's the funniest thing about shows is that I know my show is stupid, and I know <laughs> so many other people with shows that admittedly I haven't listened to, but fuck them. I just know who they are and know that it has to be even stupider, but they think that they're bringing, they're bringing change to the world. <laughs> And I'm not hitting on anyone recording the podcast. If you gotta do it, you gotta do it, man. I gotta get my thoughts out. I don't know why. We'll see where it fucking goes. But, you know, maybe it's just because I'm alone all the time. Maybe it's just because to just remind everyone for as long as human can exist, hey, us here. <sighs> I mean, obviously, I want to use it for certain plans. But, yo, I can't force no one to listen to this. My fucking... Anyone that I know that I've asked to listen to this, willing to listen to this, doesn't. So anyone who listens to it, it's already like a, a win. And I, and you know what? I love you guys. And please come back because I want to build on that. Because we could build something. I could, you know, we could do some shit here. And we, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've met people new off of content that I was doing. And none of that content I feel like is as good as my fucking podcasting shit. So... Man, I really just got to keep it tight, you know, and just control the 
bust, even though it's impossible. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, I hate when your scalp itches or your nose itches and you want to scratch it, but scratching it will make you look like a hobo or a fucking fourth grader. You know? Uh, especially if, like, some dandruff comes out. Why does dandruff so gross when it's really just, like, dried skin? But why does it look so gross and just so terrible? Like, there's no one who has dandruff and is like, oh, I'm fine with it. Just leave it there. <laughs> and there's no one that sees someone that has dandruff and is like, wow. If you really think about it, sort of hotter with it, you know? Like, nobody says that shit. Like, you know, thank God for tea tree oil or whatever it is that handles that shit because that's the, that's the shit. Damn, my homie left the, his debit card and license at the fucking tavern where we got the double burger deals. Yo, that audio better transfer. I don't want to move it from the video, man. That's not cool, dude. You know? How bad does my hair look, though? You know? Pretty bad. What would you give it a fucking three? I'd, it'd be lucky if I give it a three. But I just wanted to keep... Man, stay thick, man. You know what I'm saying? Pause. <laughs> Pause as fuck. But stay thick, man hair. And I'm just talking to my hair, man. You know? Man... One of the people that I met, like, through my podcasting and shit, messages me so much that it's actually changed the way that I text message. And this is this is a new thing. Text message me so much that I've realized that when I think I'm being, like, comical or jokey or witty witty is probably the best word for that and just coming with them quips hitting with that non-stop brain with that just nonsense especially when it comes to chicks bro now I understand why half of those became fucking ghosts or just fucking um, friend zones because boy there is nothing worse than someone texting you too much. Like, I stay on my phone and I receive and send text messages at a high, quick rate. But if someone's beating you on that or you're trying to deal with life and your phone's going off because of them constantly, it doesn't even matter if the stuff that they're sending you is awesome or witty or helpful or even potentially make you money. Well, except maybe the money part, at least for me. But everything else... Um, it is devastating, not just to your phone's battery, but to that entire, to the receiver of those crazy amounts of messages, ability to respect you. Even if they want to respect you, they're like, wow, this person just, you know, just the texts, the notifications are crazy annoying and texts that are way too long are crazy annoying. This, this Short, succinct texts are the only way that they should be. If you need to go in, let's meet in person or call. And even though that's annoying for people, that's the only way it is. Because that nonstop rapid-fire text shit, yo, you gotta chill. Otherwise, you'll have no friends. End.
you will be single forever. Unless you're Jennifer Lopez. Because anyone would do anything for her. Even though my homie said he didn't think JLo was that hot. And I looked at him like, what is happening? I get so confused. I have such a wide taste in women that... And there was, I think, a point in my life when I was sort of, like, seeking to even, like, sort of mess with, like, ugly women for a second. I had, like, a little face. So it was just, like, um, if you f- you think a chick's attractive and I don't, it's almost shocking. I'd be like, oh. Sometimes I think something's wrong with me, but now just breaking it down like that verbally, I'm like, yo, for sure something's wrong with them. I mean, we all have, we all have, you know, different tastes and all, but this is the generality I use about between men and women's tastes on each other. Men have a tendency to find a lot of body types and a lot of faces and a lot of looks to be lusty, (laughs) okay? Attractive. Um, However... And these are generalizations, of course. Women tend to like a very specific type of dude, looks-wise and personality-wise. But the particular type that each of these women like vary very differently between them all. Um, Like, some chicks will like uh, tall black dudes. Other ones will want, like, a chubby, nerdy guy, uh maybe white or Mexican and then they just keep going they they have these couple specific types that they like but they're really attracted to those everyone else is sort of just like whatever and it's the best thing because it allows us all to just get in the game no matter who you are there's a 10 out there that wants to fuck wants wants you now how much searching you have to do to find it it could be a lot you know what I'm saying me I mean I find a lot of chicks attractive, so it's not even, like, a chick being attractive can actually be quite easy to handle. It's the chick's mind which makes her, like, takes her over the top, you know what I'm saying? What am I talking about? Nothing I know about. Chicks? Yeah. Does VJ know about chicks? Think about it. He's recording a fucking solo podcast and just talked about the dick control in his entire body because it wants to. Blast. 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 I'm a blast. If you think about it, if you have a dick, your dick is like. Oh, I already said that. <laughs> like a mentally disabled six year old. Hey, bro. I wonder how many times I do that. I bet you I do that so... Dude, sometimes... Does anyone ever get the feeling when they get a little too tossed? And they could see themselves in action and be like, Wow, I'm annoying as fuck. Does anyone do that? Because I do. And if you don't, it either means you get blacked out so you don't... You get way too quickly past that point... And get a little, a little bit past, a little saucy, and you go straight to blackout, and you don't realize it, or you don't drink, or 
you're not humble <laughs> and you think you're the shit. <laughs> or maybe I'm too... Maybe I don't have enough self-confidence to think that I'm not a piece of shit sometimes. Like, what is the, what is the better option? Are you supposed to think you're the shit all the time? But then how do you know when you're fucking up and know when to improve? Or, oh, duh. You are the shit all the time. But we all fuck up. And we all have, we all have weaknesses that we can work on. And, yeah. It's like I'm doing my own therapy, you know? And you're here, and thanks. This beard is so uncomfortable. I trimmed it, but it's uncomfortable. It's fine, though. You should have seen my lips last week. I look like shit. I look like a crack Kachina doll. She was crazy. I'm still not even fully healed. But it's all good. It's all good. I thought I was going to play basketball too with my homie again. I was feeling good for it. Oh, great. My homie just text messaged me. Started off with, hey, Jesse Smollett. And I'm going to be like, hey, how did you get my last name? He'll probably giggle. He'll probably giggle. I mean, aren't you giggling at home? Oh my god, I hate when my nose itches, man. And it's one of these hairs. It's like the mustache hair or a nose hair coming down and fighting a mustache hair. It's it's not. It's a friendly, you know, back and forth. But it feels like to trash. Oh, great. He said, hey, Jesse Smollett. I said, hey, how did you get my last name? He says, because he asked me to beat you up until you go back to Sri Lanka, man. I was like, oh, yes, that's right. And my whole name was on the check, correct? <laughs> Right, right. Oh man, what a what a show, huh? Came out of nothing, had nothing to say. Somehow got to forty two minutes. Oh man, I learned a lot about scabs. You know your scab could turn like yellow and white. It's all good. Doesn't mean it's infected. It's like the white blood cells dying and getting washed out. I'm a doctor, guys. White blood cells washed out, dying. <laughs> he said, dude, what the fuck? You told me you trade trading sessions for the scheme so I can be big and strong. Oh, so LMAO so homo is my... Reaction and no, I'm not homophobic. I love LGBT. My brother's LGBT, and yes, he's an idiot, but not because he's gay. Okay, I knew he was gay when he was like six, and he's 16 now, and he acts like he came out last year. Hey, man, we asked you a couple years before that if you're gay, and you said nah, and we knew you were lying. <laughs> 
dude, it's so hard to fucking deal with just getting over other people's um uh what other people think. Like you have to make moves for yourself. You have to be aware of what people think. You have to sometimes make corrections on it because maybe you're wrong. But in the end, if it's your if it's your shit, you got to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like people probably think that this is the worst idea for me to put these ideas out because once the podcast builds up and we get legs on the shit, we start moving on up and people know me for the guy who uh, whose whose dick is uncontrollable busting and um, his the rest of his body concedes every fucking time. Um, that's what it is. That's what it is. You just got to do that. You know. You just gotta do that, you gotta say that, and you gotta be fucking fearless and just say, you know, fuck it, you know? But don't be like Takashi and get yourself caught up in the gang, because it's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? That shit crazy. Yeah, and am I text messaging to my homie while I'm talking to you guys? Yeah, but am I reading the text messages out? Yes. So is it okay that I do it? No. But is it entertaining somewhat? I'll see later because I'm going to watch the episode. Why do I watch my own stuff? Because I have to. Do I want to watch my own stuff? Never. Would I Would I stop watching my own stuff if I had a choice? Absolutely. Does someone want to watch this stuff for free and annotated? Let me know. Does someone want to eventually get paid when the thing gets rocking and we get these fucking wheels fucking clocking? Let me know. But right now, can I pay you? Nah. Right now, can I pay myself? Not really. Can I pay myself off this podcast? For sure not. Am I about to fucking get crazy with it once I get a little backing? Yeah, yeah. Am I trying to get crazy with it before the backing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay? So why are you all... What's with the questions? Huh? What's with the questions? Okay? I love when people do that. (laughs) like talk themselves into like a corner somehow and then forget how they got there and be like no you said no wait you you said but you said this and be like "Mm, nah nope no i didn't say carrot cake was better than snickers bar it's wrong and i love carrot cake but damn snickers bar makes you from being hungry and so cake yum snickers bar Save lives, watch the commercials, and it's done. Commercials, documentaries, those are only two true things in life. Because why? No one's really watching them. So you go where people aren't looking, man. Commercials and fucking goddamn documentaries where you find all the truths in life because no one is paying attention. And that's where all the fucking truth is going to be. Just think about it, man. Have you ever seen a commercial for a commercial? No. So they will never lie to you. Okay? (laughs) Okay? You ever seen a commercial for a documentary? No. And that's why you know that's not even worth your time to watch. And that's how you know that they're not lying to you. Get your truth from commercials and documentaries in that order. And Playboy magazines too. And also, East Bay catalogs. All of these things are amongst the newest technologies to acquire the truth that have been brought together by men. The abacus in the past, calculator in the past, East Bay, 
uh, catalog. Brand new, baby. 2019. Shit is brand fucking new. I could probably find something in the East Bay catalog that'll make my nose never itch again. I could find something in the East Bay catalog that'll make your nose never fucking itch again. You know? And probably a couple different ways to do that. Probably get an axe, chop your nose off, it'll never itch again. Or if it's just itching, it's near nose tissue, but not the nose. We can get something, probably like an anti-allergen. That'll probably work. We can get something that's like a nose hair trimmer or a fucking peace treaty in between the mustache hairs and the nosery guys. And just, they can't get entangled. There's a lot of things you could do. Okay, East Bay Catalog is the brand newest thing. (laughs) What the fuck? What are we talking about, man? Yo, man, having these solo shows is so weird. We just, I just fucking, we just go on this journey, man. I just talk myself into some some other corner, whatever's, you know. And then we end up talking about how East Bay catalog should probably, you know, people should start thinking about it, adding it to the Bible. People should probably start, you know, putting it above their Qurans because it is that serious. It fixes your fucking problems, dude. Fixes your fucking problems. If you want the best lawyer in East Bay, the catalog, bro. Get in. Brought to you by the best podcast you could find on East Bay. All talk, no thought. Did I make it to 50 minutes? Not yet, but I will here in three, two. I think I already made it, actually. Yes. I will see you next week and hope this podcast wasn't as bad as I thought the first 15 minutes were. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. And I don't know why I said it three times. I felt like I was talking to three different people. And I wasn't. But yet, I was. Because there's more than that number listening to this. So thank you, thank you, and thank you. My face is really close to the cam. Bye, guys. Hey.